the Excellian attack, a sophisticated case of reverse engineering, and supply chain security is broken, says the CISO of Equifax. These stories and more in this week's ISMG Security Report. Hi, I'm Anna Delaney. More details have emerged about the Excellian file transfer appliance attacks, revealing that criminals took the time to master the 20-year-old product. Do check out Matthew Schwartz's thorough blog on the topic, published on our sites. Schwartz is, of course, ISMG's executive editor of Data Breach Today in Europe. But for some highlights, here he is in conversation with yours truly. Hi, Matt. Good to see you. So FireEye has been busy over the past few months. This week, FireEye's Mandiant released its final report into the Excellian file transfer appliance breach. What happened? So this is a fascinating attack. Attackers appear to have reverse engineered a product that's been around for about 20 years called File Transfer Appliance, or FTA. And through this reverse engineering, they identified a series of previously unknown flaws or zero-day vulnerabilities that they then set about exploiting to steal data from users of Excellian's product. So when this came to light, Excellian hired FireEye's Mandiant incident response team to investigate. And this week, Mandiant reported in its final report that these attacks and the zero-day flaws that were identified in the product demonstrate a high level of sophistication and a deep familiarity with the inner workings of the software, likely obtained through extensive reverse engineering of the software. So this is fascinating because the stolen data has ended up in the hands of the CLOP ransomware gang. It's not clear if they were behind the attack or if this is some interconnected web of cybercrime happening. But from this reverse engineering of an old product, to the data being stolen, to the data being now used to extort victims, you've got a very interesting attack chain that's happened. And so, as you said, it's considered a fairly sophisticated infiltration, but not completely faultless. How did the attack come to light? Yes. So luckily, the attack was discovered after the attackers inadvertently began tripping an error routine in the software. So just to back up for a second, you know, unfortunately, there have been a number of victims, some still coming to light, but Reserve Bank of New Zealand, Australia's securities regulator, Canadian aerospace firm Bombardier, University of Colorado, Kroger grocery chain, and more recently, Qualys, the security vendor, have all confirmed that they were hit. So again, luckily though, what happened when the attackers exploited one of these flaws to drop a web shell onto the server running the Excellian software, and a web shell gives you the ability to remotely execute code, which they used to steal data. But when they dropped that web shell, it had the inadvertent effect of tripping an error routine in the software that would send an email to the admin person on file for the software and say, there's been a problem. You need to contact Excellian right away. So thankfully the customers did this. And this is how the December exploit came to light. Excellian quickly patched the flaws, which led to attackers using two other flaws that identified, chaining them together to continue to attack customers. Again, these quickly came to light. Excellian patched those through Mandiant. It did a thorough source code review. Mandiant found a couple more flaws. Those have been patched. And now we're in a situation where Excellian is urging all customers still using this 20-year-old product to stop using it. They've said product will go end of life at the end of April. We're happy to help you migrate to another product we have called KiteWorks. But the goal here is to 
get off of this, go to a newer product with a more robust, mature, new code base. Really interesting. So bigger picture, what are the key enterprise security takeaways? Great question. So obviously this is a little complex. This is a little technical. One of the interesting things for me is that a number of organizations are still relying on a relatively old file transfer product. So this is obviously still a challenge for many organizations. How do you securely transfer large files. For many of them, they had adapted FTA probably a long time ago and saw no need to update it. Obviously, functionality-wise, it still appears to have been meeting their needs. But when you start looking at older products, and now, of course, Excellion going, this is end of life, please move on. There's a big risk of not moving on. And one of the fascinating takeaways for me is the return on investment that was at work here. You don't expect attackers to spend the time and effort to reverse engineer in a relatively sophisticated manner a product, find these flaws, and then pop them. You might think of a nation state trust, and obviously with SolarWinds, and that's even a relatively recent product, we've seen this. But you know, attackers thought it was worth their time and effort to go after this old product, and they did. So I think the big takeaway for organizations is they need to rethink the risk of not doing things. They need to look at all their potential exposure points. And we know, unfortunately, from scans of the internet conducted by the likes of Rapid7, for example, that there's a huge amount of old technology that persists. For example, last year, Rapid7 found more than 13 million unsecured FTP servers on the internet. That shouldn't be there. Now, Excellion, using this product, obviously, organizations were trying to do this in a secure manner. And through no fault of their own, they still got popped. So this is just a big risk management stew to keep in mind as organizations go about looking at what they're using and how they might need to better. Brilliant. Well, Matt, as always, thank you so much for your analysis and insight. It's been really good to speak with you. Thanks so much, Anna. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Being CISO of Equifax, Jamil Farshi might know a thing or two about what it's like to be a victim of a high-profile cyber attack. But with every calamity comes an opportunity. And in the wake of the SolarWinds breach, Farshi says this is a chance to change supply chain security for the better. Here he is in conversation with Tom Field, our Senior Vice President of Editorial, on how the supply chain model can be transformed. Well, let's start with visibility. That's number one. I think if you look at the supply chain security space, we've been using an antiquated model. And I think in many respects, it's because we haven't had the tools to be able to do so. But I think the bigger problem is that it's easy to be able to check the box. It's easy to look at our hundreds or thousands of suppliers and say, man, this is too hard. As a result, what I'm going to do is just check off and make sure that they have their PCI compliance or their ISO certification or FedRAMP or whatever, and maybe do a 10-point questionnaire once a year. Problem with that is that those are point-in-time assessments. And so you might get your certification or check the box on one thing, but the next day that control may not be effective. So what we said here, was we need to try to change this paradigm. And I don't have control over the industry at large, but I do have control over my own company. And although it comes with some level of risk, what we want to do is provide the same level of visibility about our environment that we would want to receive from our suppliers. And so we kicked off this initiative, call it cloud control, to be able to provide that visibility for all of our customers on a product by product, service by service basis, all of the controls that we monitor. So we've got uh, over a hundred different controls that any organization could potentially take a look at within our environment. And 
see real time whether they're effective or not. And I think that visibility, that transparency affords better decision making. I think if we can, as a community, do this, we're going to be in a much better place and be far better prepared if and when the next solar winds type of attack or any type of attack occurs. And finally, I think we can all agree that this year has certainly changed the way we work and for the long run. So what influences are we going to see from this work from anywhere shift? Well, this was a question posed by ISMG's Tom Field to the former head of the Global Center of Cybersecurity with the World Economic Forum, Charles Erting, who is now chairman of the board at cybersecurity company Bullwall. Here he is sharing his reflections at ISMG's recent EMEA summit on this seismic shift. I'm sure we need to do something on the technical side. So we need to harden our infrastructure and our ability to do things that needs to be maybe four eyes approval to go to, to some of our more sensitive data and other things. There might also be a ban, at least a policy ban, on having your private equipment in the same room. It might not be easy always to enforce, but at least you have a policy and then you can get rid of people if they don't uphold that policy. And then I think it's, it's very much about education. And then last but not least, I think we as employees probably will have to accept an increased monitoring of our behavior on our business network, not our private, of course, but on our business networks, where we will also accept that maybe uh, the business will put up honeypot files and other things to see what is the way we behave. And then I think last but not least, we need, if you are a manager, to make sure that your employee can go to you safely and say, I think I've made a stupid thing. Can you help me? And I think that dialogue we are not used to right now because this is a difficult one, but I think we need to prepare ourselves for that. That's it from the ISMG Security Report. Theme music is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Anna Delaney. Until next time.